Hey, Rebel Rouser. I'm Alan Voivod, and this is Star Wars 7x7. We're at episode number 1681 today, and today, well, we're going to continue, in a way, talking about things from the Complete Visual Dictionary, and yet... We're going to kind of expand on that a little bit to address a question that hasn't exactly been, you know, fully or completely or definitively answered. And it's a little odd. It's a little odd. But some insight is given into it by the Visual Dictionary. And it has to do with the title of the first movie of the sequel movies, The Force Awakens. And what exactly does this mean? It's, you know, we really don't know. I mean, on the one hand, you know, there are a lot of different awakenings that happen just from a, you know, general movie plot perspective in The Force Awakens, whether it's, you know, Finn's conscience waking up or whether it's, you know, Ray's force abilities waking up. You have R2-D2 waking up. I mean, there's a lot of awakening happening. Han Solo having his own awakening about you know, having to at least get involved once Ray and Finn BB-8 are there, and, you know, like, he can't just leave them and drop them off on, you know, some random station in the Outer Rim and go on his merry way. No, he has to bring him to Takadana. So, yeah, there are all of these awakenings that happen in the movie, but is that really what we're talking about with the Force Awakening? And the answer is, of course, no, because we have the infamous line from Supreme Leader Snoke, which was the very first line of dialogue that we ever heard from The Force Awakens, which was, there's been an awakening, have you felt it? Which we later find out is Snoke talking to Kylo Ren. And that information, that conversation happens concurrently with the delivery of the information that the droid the First Order is seeking is in the hands of Han Solo aboard the Millennium Falcon. And so, therefore, that information is taking place before anything happens on Takadana. And you would imagine that if there was a moment where the Force really awakened... It would be the moment where Rey touches Luke's old lightsaber and that, you know, crazy force vision or that, you know, force back as it's been referred to a force flashback happens. I mean, that seems like the very logical place where the you know initial ripple in the force would seem to have happened. But it seems like that is not the case. According to the Visual Dictionary, it says the adventures of Rey and Finn on Jakku coincide with a turbulence in the cosmic force, a sudden ripple indicating the awakening of newfound ability. So that seems to pretty definitively state that it isn't the moment that Rey touches that lightsaber, that it's actually happening on Jakku. And so what would you imagine that event to be? If there had to be one, and there really seems to be only one that jumps out, and that is Rey and Finn in the Falcon flying away from the First Order TIE Fighters trying to escape, and then subsequently, you know, managing to survive and escaping from Jakku. And, you know, when it talks about, you know, the manifesting of newfound ability, that's the point at which they you know, demonstrate newfound ability. I mean, you know, with Ray flying, I know she is actually flown in simulators. And, you know, there is a moment where in the Before the Awakening short stories where she has 
uh, you know, repaired a ship and is able to fly it back to Nima Outpost before it's subsequently stolen from her in a very sad twist of events. Um, you know, this actual flying of an actual spaceship is utterly different from anything that she's ever done for the most part. And with with Finn, it's almost the same because he's actually shooting a, you know, a laser cannon. And yes, he did that with um, with Poe in the Special Forces TIE Fighter. And you can, you know, of course, understand that he's had training of, you know, some kind with the First Order infantry itself. But, you know, this might be considered a different kind of fighting and a different level of responsibility. But even then, that presumes that Finn is Force-sensitive, which I think at this point the answer is no, that he is not. No more so than, say, you know, the likes of Han Solo or Poe Dameron, where there's a potential for entering a flow state, if you will, where, you know, you're not thinking about what you're doing, you're just doing it, and you're so, you know, practiced at it, or so in the moment that, you know, you are essentially communicating with the Force in one way or another, even if you don't necessarily understand what it is you're doing, even if, if you are not controlling the Force, you're not actually having it obey your commands in the direct way that Obi-Wan Kenobi suggested that it could be done. Then I have to say I really do kind of want to ignore the available evidence and say that it really is Ray touching the lightsaber that causes the ripple in the Force, and I mean... It must have caused a ripple in the forest, if not the original ripple. <laughs> but be that as it may, I really do want to ignore the evidence and assume that Snoke, in talking to Kylo Ren about there being an awakening, was actually not constrained by time and space and was actually sensing the awakening you know, already about to happen based on the fact that Rey was about to touch his lightsaber, or that... The way that it, you know, happened in the script is not the way that it was happening in real time. That maybe it was the case that Snoke had already sensed Rey touching the lightsaber and said to Kylo Ren, hey, there's been an awakening and you better go take care of business because we can't have this happen again. But no, I think it really is the case that it's the life and death situation in which Rey and Finn find themselves that really ultimately activates things. I mean, you could almost equate it to what happened with Luke in the Death Star Trench, you know? I mean, that was as life or death as it would get, and, you know, his Force abilities had started to manifest themselves a little bit, but if you're talking about a situation where... You know, you hear stories even just, you know, in general humanity about people doing you know, absolutely incredible things under the most extreme circumstances and that it would have to be something similar for it to be a force manifesting situation as well. So I think that pretty much answers the question of where that awakening happens, at least, you know, as best we are able to and as best as anybody is going to probably elaborate upon it. But what does it actually mean for the rest of the galaxy? I'm going to say something about that in a moment, but first I do want to remind you to subscribe, 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 
<laughs> if I can actually say the word, to the show if you're not already. And I hope you will also consider supporting this daily dose of Star Wars joy by joining me at patreon.com slash SW7X7. And so you know, this awakening, because of the fact that the cosmic force had lain dormant after the destruction of the Jedi Temple, now that ripples are stirring again, you know, the suggestion is actually made that people who could have been Force-sensitive were not even being Force-sensitive. Like, you know, there were actual kids that, for example, would have been found by the old Jedi Order and brought to Coruscant to train because they were suddenly you know, Force-sensitive, developing some of these abilities. And that based on the fact that the Force had been quiet and people couldn't really sense it or connect with it, then that seems to imply that a generation of potential Jedi were basically stymied, that they were ultimately stunted from their potential Force-sensitive growth. And so now that the Force has awakened, the possibilities of having some of these folks to you know develop their force sensitive feelings and actually become proficient in using the force well it seems like that possibility is awakening now as well and that is going to do it for today's episode of the show thank you so much for joining me for it as always and of course may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox. It is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other related Star Wars items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademarks and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2019 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it. <laughs>